minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app where you can comment on anything going on during our programming as uh, many people are doing as we speak. 
And I thank you for that. JM and the AM Tuesday, that was the uh, combination of uh, Shlomo Chaviv and Izzy Kiefer with the brand new Koamar cover. Before that, Menagain done by Shlemy Daskal off of Sheer. Shlemy Daskal's medley off of Dance with Daskal. You heard Raimosha Shore and Company from the Renaissance CD from years ago with Ivdu. And Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this June 21, day 15, in the month of Sivan, the year 5776, Tufshin Vov. I remind everybody, tonight is Jewish Heritage Night at the Brooklyn Cyclones. Go to brooklyncyclones.com. Get ready for Jewish Heritage Night tonight. 75 degrees outside with 66% humidity. Winds are west at 10 miles per hour. Isolated thunderstorms and a high temperature of 90.1 tonight. Isolated thunderstorms, a low of 67. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high Wednesday, 87 degrees. Yerushalayim right now at 87. We're at 75 as we say good morning here at JM in the AM. The uh, National Weather Service warnings are coming through fast and furious this morning. Over the last half hour or so, they've really been picking up in terms of warnings from uh, the National Weather Service. Um, special marine warning for a variety of counties that are in this area. A thunderstorm warning from Middlesex and Monmouth County. And what's this one over here? Uh, a special marine warning for uh, counties in our area. So, uh, looks like we may get uh, some of those thunderstorms, and uh, it may last a little while. Although at this point, it looks like it'll last a very little while if it happens over the next uh, hour or two. Um, Tuesday morning. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Amazing day on our day. Amazing day on our stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Amazing programming, including a in-depth look at this uh, month's Jewish Action Magazine. Uh, that'll happen at nine o'clock this morning with our friends at the OU Jewish Reaction Program. Gil Student joins us, along with the editor of the Jewish Action uh, Publication. So we'll have that for you uh, coming up at nine o'clock this morning. Um, today is a Tuesday, so ZK is going to be conducting the live lunch. And that will start at 11 a.m. this morning on jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. 26 minutes before 7 o'clock, we say good morning on this Tuesday from 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org and, of course, on the NSN app.
no more. Etched your name upon my spine way before this thing called time. I fell twice, but I rise once more.
שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. לפעמים מרגישים שהחיים כל כך קשים, מה יהיה עוד יום עוד שנה? אבל אני מחייך, לא דואג להמשך, כי יש לי, יש לי אמונה. אני מאמין בניסים, אני יודע שיש אלוקים, והוא בורא עולם, הכוח של כולם, שומע את קולי. אני מאמין בניסים, אני יודע שיש אלוקים, והוא בורא עולם, הכוח של כולם, ישלח לי את הנס,
started back then with Adam in the Garden of Eden. We were slaves in Egypt with a heavy load until God told Moses he was going to give us our freedom. Coming home, the chosen people are going to start coming home. The chosen people are going to start coming home. Back to Canaan, milk and honey in the promised land. It's one big family reunion in the family of man. Aryeh Kunzler off the Yes Legacy with Coming Home. Yehuda, brand new, with Yichad Sheyu, who'll join us on the air next week about the brand new CD, Rak Lekaye Mitzvos. Avraham will have him freed with Bring the House Down. He's also going to bring uh, bring us a uh, a live discussion about the brand new album coming up next week, Bezrat Hashem. You heard Mamin from Yaakov Shweki, Yoni Shlomo with Shehechiyano, and Jerusalem Stone done by Eighth Day. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. You can comment on the app at any point. Just go to the NSN app for Android and or iPhone, and you can comment uh, right there on the home screen. And we will see your comment about our current programming. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jamie. פרשת ילדי תימן, אחרי הדיון הסוער הבוקר בכנסת, גוברת הדרישה לחשוף את הפרוטוקולים של ועדת החקירה הממלכתית שחקרה את הפרשה, ונותרו חסויים לפי חוק עד שנת 2071. יעל דן שוחחה היום עם המשורר רועי חסן, שקורא לפרסם את הפרטים, ועם ניחה, בנה של האחות הראשית במחנה עין שמר, שטוען כי ילדים לא נחטפו. כשמוסרים ילד תימני לאימוץ, אז יודעים שהוא תימני, אי אפשר להסתיר את העובדה. 
לכן, כל מי שחושב שנמסרו ילדים לאימוץ ולא יודעים על גורלם, זה לא יכול להיות. אני מזדעזע לשמוע אדם כזה ב-2016 אומר את הדברים האלה ומצדיק פשע נגד האנושות. האנשים האלה קוראים לסבתות שלנו ולאימהות שלנו שקרניות ומשוגעות, ואנחנו כאן בשביל לעשות לזה סוף. שרת המשפטים איילת שקד אמרה בשידור כי היא לא רואה מניעה עקרונית לחשוף את הממצאים, אך הוסיפה שהדברים ייבחנו. אני פניתי לראש הממשלה, ביקשתי ממנו במיידי למנות שר, הוא הודיע לי שהוא ימנה את השר צחי הנגבי, אני מקווה מאוד שביום ראשון הקרוב או ראשון הבא תעלה החלטת ממשלה עם מינויו של השר הנגבי. אם יוחלט בהחלטת ממשלה תחשוף את החומר באופן אישי על פניו, אני לא רואה מניעה. בית משפט מנהלי בקהיר ביטל את התחייבותה של מצרים להעביר את האיים טיראן וסנפיר לסעודיה, מדווח כתבנו ג'קי חוגי. בית המשפט המצרי קיבל את טענת התובע, עורך דין מצרי, כי העברת האיים סותרת הסכם היסטורי מ-1906 שנחתם בין הבריטים לעותמנים, ולפיו טיראן וסנפיר הם חלק ממצרים. ההסכמה למסור את האיים לסעודיה ניתנה מפי הנשיא עבד אל-פתאח א-סיסי למלך סעודיה בביקורו בקהיר לפני חודשיים. מאז פרצה במצרים מחלוקת גדולה. שני מטיילים ישראלים נקלעו לסופת שלגים במהלך טרק ברוסיה וכעת נעשים מאמצים לחילוצם. כתבתנו עפרי אשל. השניים טיילו בהרים שעל גבול מונגוליה ונתקעו בסופת שלגים בגובה כ-2,000 מטר. הם הזעיקו את חברת החילוץ מגנוס ודיווחו כי הציוד שלהם נרטב והם חשפים לטמפרטורות של 10 מעלות. נותרו עוד כחמש שעות אור באזור הטרק. בנוסף על מאמצי החילוץ הישראלים, קונסול ישראל ברוסיה נמצא בקשר עם כוחות ההצלה המקומיים. מפעל מערכות ההשקיה נען דן, שבקיבוץ דן בסכנת סגירה לאחר שהשליטה בו נמכרה למפעל הודי ובהמשך גם הייצור צפוי לעבור לאסיה. כתבנו בצפון גיא ורון מוסר שבמפעל סירבו להגיב ועתידם של 70 העובדים הקבועים עדיין לא ברור. הנה יושב ראש ועד העובדים במפעל גולן כהן. אף אחד לא פנה לעובדים שהם הולכים במפעל סהרוריים, מוטרדים ואפילו מדיר שינה ממרבית האנשים פה. כי מדובר פה בפרנסה של אנשים, במיוחד בפריפריה, לא של מעט משפחות. בעקבות חשיפת גל"צ, השר נפתלי בנט קורא לאפשר את המשך עבודתו של רב הקהילה האתיופית, יוסף הדנה, שהודח מתפקידו לאחר שהתנגד לאפליית בני העדה ברישום לנישואין. בציוץ שפרסם בצהריים בטוויטר כתב בנט כי שוחח עם הרב וכי הוא מבקש מכל הצדדים להגיע לפתרון מהיר שלא יאפשר חלילה הדחת רב בשל מאבק למען קהילתו. את הפרשה חשף כתבנו אורי אלקיים. מזג האוויר עדיין חם מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Bad news is everywhere. I shut my eyes, shut my ears, and now. Cause I know there's a better day coming, blowing in from the north and south. But I don't give up. I let my love shine bright. I won't give up, no, 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 I won't give up, I let my love shine bright, I won't give up, no, 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 don't put me down for the way that I look, for what I wear, it's just this skin I bear. Time when all men and women will live as one, at least I do believe. So I don't give up, I let my love shine bright. Won't give up, no, 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 no. I won't give up, I let my love shine bright. J.M. in the A.M. Don't Give Up, done by Arye Kunstler, the D minor Nigun from Eitan Katz. News was at the top of the hour. Tuesday, 13 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. Um, Elliot Weiselberg has the final installment of the Shiva League Sports Update coming up. Yeah, it is the last one of the season, and he has done such an amazing job. Uh, we're about five minutes away from the um, final installment of the season. 
as we congratulate all the uh, coaches and players and principals and faculty members and parents and everybody who has had a role in making this really an amazing, incredible, and successful Yeshiva League season in so many different sports. The commissioners, yeah, we got to thank the commissioners, of course. And uh, we really got to thank everybody who's had a, uh, a role in any of this. So uh, the final installment of the Yeshiva League Sports Update is coming up. We're just a few minutes away from that. And uh, Elliot sent us the uh, most recent single by Except Saturday. Except Saturday has a brand new single, Imesh Gachech. We'll do that also uh, before we wrap up this half hour. And uh, in the video, it's a great video because it includes a lot of footage from the Celebrate Israel Parade this year. And it's got our booth, the Nachum Single Network booth in there as well. A little piece of that... Um, of the parade celebration. So we'll do that uh, coming up, and I'll direct you to that video so you can see it for yourself. Quarter after 7 o'clock, Tuesday with 75 degrees, isolated thunderstorms, a high temperature of 90. It looks like Elliot's going to be at the uh, Brooklyn Cyclones Jewish Heritage Night tonight. He indicated so, as you would expect from our sports editor. (laughs) So uh, we hope to see him there, and uh, we hope to see you there this evening. Go to brooklyncyclones.com for information about the event. And when you check out, if you want the amazing deal, when you check out, you uh, use the promo code JCRC, and uh, that is how you can uh, get that entire package that we spoke about from the Cyclones for tonight's game. JM in the AM at a quarter after 7 o'clock. More coming up here at JM in the AM. And uh, again, the Shiva League Sports Update final installment is just minutes away. Uh, this selection comes from Omek Hadavar.
Great song from Shlomo Katz, Yismach Melech, Ein Yush, done by Omek Hadavar. You heard I.A. Kunstler and Don't Give Up. Tuesday morning, the final installment of the 5776 season of the Shiva League Sports Update is coming up next. Special shout out to Mike Feller, everybody at Crown Trophy. They take such amazing pride in this segment and in court report every Sunday night that we have during the season. So a big shout-out to Mike and his whole staff. They get they get the big trophy this year, <laughs> like they do every year. Elliot Weiselberg, I commend you for what you've done. His final installment of the Yeshiva League Sports Update is next. Elliot tells us he'll be there tonight, by the way, at the Brooklyn Cyclones Jewish Heritage Nights. So you have a chance to meet him. 
And um, the new song from Accept Saturday that he's introduced to us uh, we'll do after morning chizuk. Elliot Weiselberg, final installment of this season of the Yeshiva League Sports Update. Here he is at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Well, ladies and gents, the final week of the 2015-2016 school year has come and gone. Graduations have commenced and recessed, and the final championships of the spring season and the 2015-2016 school year have been decided. Girls hockey, boys volleyball, all three softball leagues, and baseball all wrapped up this past week, and for one school it resulted in quite a bit of hardware. We'll get to that and much more on this, the final Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update for the 2015-2016 school year. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. In previewing the boys' volleyball season, we spoke about the DRS Wildcats, many of their members fresh off of the undefeated championship basketball season, and mused about whether the members of that team would be able to run the table on an undefeated school year. In the first game of the year against SAR, that went out the window with a 3-1 loss to start their season. A month later, another loss to Ramaz had people wondering whether they would even have an opportunity at another title this year. Today, however, two months since that loss, the Wildcats now stand as league champions. After finishing third in the league, DRS avenged both of their regular season losses, downing defending champion Ramaz in the semifinals in five sets, and then taking down undefeated SAR in the finals on Sunday. SAR took the first set 21-17 before DRS took the next three, 21-15, 21-17, and the fourth and deciding set by the score of 21-12. DRS would not be so lucky in its other final on Sunday. The boys' JV softball final took place between the eighth-seeded Wildcats and the sixth-seeded MTA Lions. DRS took three one-run leads only to see MTA tie each one until the bottom of the sixth when Yaron Kahan doubled in two runs to give the Lions the lead that it would never give back en route to the 5-3 MTA victory. The remaining four finals on the week would have one common denominator, the Frisch Cougars. Frisch would emerge victorious in the boys' varsity softball final, defeating YDE in a barn burner 10-8 to cap off their undefeated season. Boys Baseball would do the same in a rematch of the Columbus Baseball Invitational, blanking TABC 4-0. The Lady Cougars would be in action in two finals of their own. In girls hockey, Frisch, the fourth seed in the West and the lowest seed in the playoffs, completed the most improbable and unimaginable season, knocking off the top-seeded, undefeated Heschel Heat 2-0. Hannah Weisbrot tallied both goals, and Nahama Levy continued her stellar playoff play, recording the shutout and earning MVP. In the process, the now two-time defending champions earned the distinction of winning more games in the playoffs than it did in the regular season, after posting a 2-4-0-2 record this year. Not all was positive for Frisch, though, as the girls' softball team fell to Maya Note in that championship by the score of 6-2. Despite that, the Cougar accomplishments during the spring season may only be a sign of things to come once the calendar flips to September, as the way-too-early rankings have Frisch either at or near the top of almost every winter sports league. However, that is for next school year, some four months down the road. For now, though, the 2015-2016 sports seasons have come to a close, and with it, so has the Tuesday morning sports update. I want to thank all of you, especially those of you that have been with us since September, but additionally those that have tuned in for the inaugural spring season edition of our update. Thank you, Nachum, for once again being a fervent supporter of the Yeshiva Leagues and for leading the charge in helping recognize the amazing efforts and accomplishments that occur by the 1,000-plus athletes over the entire Yeshiva League. 
And again, thank you for having faith in me to be the one to bring it to all the students, relatives, teachers, rabbeim, administrators, principals, and dedicated listeners of JM and the AM. It has been an incredible year, and I thank you all for joining me on this amazing ride. To all the graduates, Mazel Tov, and good luck on all of your future endeavors. We hope that no matter how far you go in life, you always remember the lessons learned as participants in these leagues, and that you join the ranks of those who return to pass those lessons on to others. To everyone else, enjoy your summer, and we will see you right back here in a few short months. Although this isn't the court report, I will leave everyone with these words from the wise. Uh, A quote from the legendary basketball coach, John Wooden. Remember this your lifetime through. Tomorrow there will be more to do. And failure waits for those who stay with some success made yesterday. Tomorrow you must try once more and even harder than before. For the final time for the 2015-2016 sports season, that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Thank you, Elliot. Great job. Really great job. Great season. All the athletes, coaches, faculty members, um, uh, principals, parents, congratulations on a great season. 75 degrees, isolated thunderstorms, and a high temperature of uh, 90. Tonight, isolated thunderstorms and a low of 67. Tomorrow, we've got sunshine and a high temperature of 87 degrees. Um, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masar of Zebin of and Esther Basar of Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Perkeavos, Hevi Zehirin Birishus. Be careful of the ruling powers. They befriend somebody only when it's to their benefit. They act friendly when it benefits them, but they don't stand by someone in his time of need. Rav Yitzchuk of Alojan explains that even at those times when it's necessary for a person to come before a government official, he should be very cautious not to engage in a lot of discussion because, he says, the more words, the more it will come to Lashon Hara and the like. That's forbidden at all times and certainly with representatives of government. Rav Yitzchuk of Alojan says, a person should not say, I will speak with them a lot in order to capture their hearts and bring them close to us so that I'll be able to persuade them to our way of thinking. The reason is, The only reason that they bring us close is for their own needs. They appear to be like our friends, but when the crucial moment comes, they are all rechokim. They are all far. Roman Gamliel lived during a tkufa when people ruled over the Jews in Eretz Yisrael. The person who was the head of the Jewish community was responsible to have masan matan, to have dealings with the Roman government. Rabbeinu HaKadosh had close ties with Antoninus. The general of the officers gave great respect and deference to Rabbeinu HaKadosh. However, after the death of Antoninus, Rebbe called out, Nispardo the bundle became undone, meaning to say that the closeness no longer existed. Those generals that used to be easy to deal with now became difficult and bitter. Rabban Gamliel saw their true colors. Those officers who seemed like Oave Yisrael now had turned against Rabban Gamliel and forgot all the good that Rebbe and his children did for them. They showed their true faces. 
and that a time when great pressure was mounting against Klal Yisroel, they didn't lift their little finger for the good of Klal Yisroel. The Chovetz Chaim once had a position in the parliament elections that were taking place in Europe. He was supportive of the voting and encouraged the people to vote for one side and not the other. After the voting, the people ran to him and they asked him, Who won? The Chovetz Chaim answered in Yiddish, It really doesn't matter to me. The Ribbon Shalom won. It does not matter who won. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. in the A.M. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. Well, I mentioned uh, when Elliot uh, started his Yeshiva League Sports Update that he introduced us to a brand new Imesh Gachich done by Accept Saturday and on their video of this Imesh Gachich. And you can check it out on the Accept Saturday channel on YouTube. They have amazing footage from this year's Celebrate Israel Parade. Really cool stuff. Uh, here it is, Imesh Gachich, Accept Saturday. It's brand new, and this is J.M. in the A.M.
You check out the brand new video on the Accept Saturday channel on YouTube. It's Emesh Gachech, and they have amazing footage of this year's Celebrate Israel parade that accompanies that video. Thanks to Elliot Weiselberg for posting that and introducing us to that brand new selection. JM and the AM at 24 minutes before 8 o'clock in morning on this Tuesday. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Well, we all know that BDS is an anti-Semitic movement whose dream is of Israel's destruction. But even this rise of the BDS movement has an upside. It serves to remind the silent majority that our love and support for Israel needs to be represented in the actions we take every day, not just through tweets or posts, but in real-life action. This principle has been illustrated in the work of Gedalia and Elisheva Bloom of Eli Israel. The couple have been for the past six-plus years spearheading an anti-BDS campaign, which actually focuses on promoting the very businesses that are being targeted. Gedalia Bloom is with us live from Eli in Israel. Gedalia, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. Hi, thank you. Good morning uh, to, uh, to, you in, uh, to, to you in Israel, and I guess uh, good afternoon here in, in, in Israel. We're, we're, well with it. We're, we're well into the day already here. Yeah, understood. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did this all begin? We know that the BDS movement has had some uh, uh, momentum over the last few years. How did it begin, your effort to start promoting thousands, and if I'm correct, it's literally thousands of businesses that are affected by the BDS campaign? Right. Well, I mean, let me let me just make something clear that BDS is not some sort of new revolutionary movement it's 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 the same movement of people who who uh, who created aggression of wars and terror against Israel, mm-hmm. and it's simply just the the, the tactic that the, it's it's the new tactic that's being used in order for the same goal as as the surrounding armies as the terrorists have done, but they've realized that they're not able to they're not able to beat Israel by force, so now they're trying to find other means. So they find our soft underbelly in order that uh, they're able to you know reach around the world and to spread their lies and their hate and get people uh on board to support their 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 justice as 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 they say so it's it's you know it's uh some you know it's something that we started uh actually uh over six years ago as you said um from israel in israel uh when believe it or not when israelis were boycotting the the Jewish communities within Judea and Samaria. That's when we really started. Wow. Uh, so tell me about the effort. I mean, what was the what was the goal when you started? You wanted to gather together, I assume, a list of businesses and do what with it? Right. So that's that's exactly how it started. It started as, as some sort of side hobby, where we said, you know what? There's there are we believe that there are a silent majority of people out there who are looking for ways or would be open for ways to be able to show their support for uh, the communities in Judea and Samaria, especially people who actually live in Judea and Samaria. And so what we, what we thought was, well, what if we created this vessel for them to be able to use and to be able to actualize what is actually going on in their minds and in their hearts? And so there was a little, um, there was a little I guess, you know, reprehension from, from some businesses. They didn't want to be in this spotlight say, oh, look, I'm from Judea and Samaria, especially what was going on. But we actually found it very surprising is that, is that there's been an amazing, amazing uh, reaction where, as, as, as you said, today we, we, we help and promote more than 2,500 businesses 
we 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 see now there there's no guesswork there is a silent majority out there and 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 the loud minority are the ones who are really making projects you know the most noise but are they don't represent most people and so and so what we need to do is to make sure that we continue to grow not only locally but internationally because we need to be able to create these vessels for the silent majority which we which we certainly feel exists out there. Uh, the website is no2bds.org. That's N-O, then the number two. It's no2bds.org. We recommend all of our listeners check it out. N-O-2, uh, no2bds.org. What can people find when they get to the website? Yeah, so what what they can find is that is nothing that they could actually take action right now from buying from, from you know, where could you buy things. What we're looking to do is what we're looking to do is, believe it or not, raise money in order so we could take our local campaign and to expand it internationally. Because as, you know, my wife and I, who are spearheading this campaign, we do have a small team, but we are, we are a small team, and we need the help from people around us to make this into a, a global effort. And so what we would ask people to do is come and learn more about us specifically, learn more about what we're doing, why it's important, and how, how you know, literally that, you know, to, to really expose that it's not just about businesses, it's not just about the products and getting it out there. Again, this is a tactic, this is a tactic to be able to be used against us, the BDS is used against us, in order to destroy us, just like terror and just like war. So just like during the war, the last Gaza war, that you know so many people contributed to the soldiers and did so much, and everybody felt that their their heart was was very much into it. It's it's not the same thing, but it is. It's it's that our our, our land is in, in threat, and if we're not strong, then we're not going to be able to stay here. We yeah. need to be strong, and the way for communities to be strong is to make sure there's economic growth. And we don't want to be in a space where our communities, our Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, need to be going to five towns in Inglewood and L.A. and, and Miami and going on a, a tour to raise money. We want to make sure that we're strong on our own and that we're self-sufficient. And the way to do that is to make sure that we are able to get fishing poles and not to fish. We want to be able to be able to, 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 to bring our products worldwide, to be able to be self-sufficient and grow our businesses and and uh, and hire more people and build more homes and really strengthen from the ground up. So that's the basis about what we're doing. So we really would um, we would really appreciate anybody coming to uh, the website notesbds.org and you know to learn more about us and, and to take action by 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 joining us early by making a contribution. Gedalia Bloom is with us from LE Israel. It's no2bds.org, N O 2, the number 2 bds.org. There's a five-step process there, much of what you just described. You want to fund this initiative for at least a year and a half, 18 months is what you're looking for. You want to go ahead and upgrade the local campaign that you described. You want to go international. Right. You're looking for customers for these businesses everywhere, Europe, North America, etc., and then eventually sell directly through a website uh, to uh, uh, to people around the world so that they could buy good quality, affordable Israeli goods. And then, of course, right. we hope that this all leads to a much stronger Israel and to an irrelevant BDS movement. Like any good crowdfunding campaign, you have uh, nice gifts and perks for people who do contribute. You have a goal of $220,000. This is till when? You want to raise this money or you need to raise this money the way these campaigns work between now and when? 
No, see, there's there's no time limit. Oh, I mean, good. The fact is, the 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 the, the, the communities in Judea and Samaria are going to be here. We've been doing this for more than six years. We're still going to be here. So any contribution, whether it's today, whether it's next month, or whether it's next year, hopefully we won't have this campaign anymore next year. We would actually be able to fully fund it. Um, but, yeah, so there's no end to it. But, but I do want to add something as well, that if any of your listeners are involved in any distribution or retailing, please contact me through the website, because you're the, you're the types of people who are going to be really the fuel, uh, you know, you know, you're, you're really going to be the fuel in the engine in order to be able to bring these products around the world. So we're also looking, we're also looking for those, those types of partners as well. All right. Everybody out there has an opportunity to learn more, to support this effort, and to say no to BDS. Uh, Gedalia Bloom and his wife, Eli Sheva, are responsible for this campaign out of Eli Israel. More details and everything you need to know about it, plus the opportunity to support it, is all on the website. Go to the following. It's no to bds.org no the number two bds.org Gedalia, good luck keep us up to date on how it's going please thank you i will do hopefully i could come back and uh, spread, spread some good news to you and your audience let us know that you breached your goal that's what we want to hear tuesday morning broadcast more coming up you're listening to jm in the am
J.M. in the A.M., that's Simcha Liner, of course, 10 minutes before uh, 8 o'clock in the morning at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, just a couple of comments on the app that I wanted to get to. First of all, a uh, mazel tov going out to the Waterbury class of 2016. Their graduation was on Sunday. We say mazel tov from all of us here at J.M. in the A.M. Someone asked us to announce, someone on the app wrote and asked us if we could announce that the Yavna Academy of Paramis has about 150 slightly used Sidurim. Um, and uh, some Gmarot as well that are available. Anybody out there who wants these at no charge, 150 slightly used Chinuch Chaim Shlomo Ashkenaz Sidurim and various Gmarot, you can email grade5rebbe at gmail.com. Grade5, the number 5, Rebbe, R-E-B-B-E, at gmail.com. There's no charge for that. They just want to make sure that those Sidurim end up in a uh, in a good home, so to speak. J.M. and the A.M., good morning. I wanted to mention, um, on Sunday night, had the opportunity uh, to be in, and to really be included in an incredible celebration. I want to take this this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to Elizabeth Siegel. No relation, even though we spell our names the uh, same way. Elizabeth Siegel and Eric Weiss, they were married this past Sunday night um, in Old Westbury. And... Um, I take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the Weiss family in Woodmere and to a Charlie and Hannah Siegel in Great Neck, who are um, really amazing people, pillars of their community. And um, it was wonderful celebrating with them on Sunday night. And the Yummy Lowy and Aaron Teitelbaum's incredible symphony orchestra led by Yisrael Lamb. Uh, everybody was just remarkable. And um, it was just a great performance, a wonderful celebration, and a great mazel tov. So to a Charlie and Hannah Siegel and the entire extended Siegel and Weiss families from Great Neck and Woodmere, we say mazel tov, Elizabeth and Eric. They got married on Sunday night. It was an honor to participate in that big celebration. Tuesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM with 75 degrees, isolated thunderstorms, and a high temperature of 90 Tonight, thunderstorms, a low of 67. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature, 87 degrees. It's a Tuesday at JM and the AM as we continue. This comes from Shalshelis Jr.
J.M. in the A.M. Uncle Maishi wrapping up the hour for us with that do a favor selection off of volume number 16. Shalshelis Jr. before that with L.O. Kai. And uh, we've got two hours in the books, as they say, and one hour to go here on a J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Uh, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app.
Hakola Tova, that's done by uh, David Gabe. Before that, Leviathan with Ein Od Milvado. Brand new Avramel, Avram Fried with Itcha Anin. He'll be in our studio next week. 
Looking forward to officially debuting that album with him here at JM in the AM. 75 degrees, isolated thunderstorms, a high temperature of 90. We go to the Yeshiva University campus uh, where we have two special guests with us live via telephone. We love finding out what's happening, of course, uh, at Yeshiva University. What I never realized was how much is going on there during the summer. Graduation is over. You'd think that the uh, campuses might be empty or close to it. And we find that it's just the opposite. Uh, with us live via telephone, Rabbi Kenny Brander, Vice President for University and Community Life at Yeshiva University. Rabbi Brander, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to join you. And uh, again, we're speaking to you from your home. So uh, <laughs> it's always great to speak to you from your home. I greatly appreciate that. And uh, Dean Paul Russo is with us. He's been with us in the past. He's Vice Provost at Yeshiva University and Dean for the Cat School for Graduate and Professional Studies. Dean Russo, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum. Thanks so much for having us back. A pleasure. Lots going on. Rabbi Brender, we'll start with you. Um, the, the, I was not even aware until I was uh, informed that, the, that there are as many summer Torah studies at Yeshiva University as there are, and you could speak to us about that. But in addition, or I should say as part, of the Summer Torah Studies activities on your campuses, there is the first Women's Junesman that's happening on the Barron campus. Explain to our audience how this has happened on the men's campus for a while and how it's been implemented to happen on the women's campus. Well, Nachum, over the past many years, there's always been learning on the men's campus, on the Wolf campus, uh, after finals are over. Uh, the young men... Um, who are in college as well as those who are in the rabbinical school. The rabbinical school is still in session, but the college is not. And under the leadership of Rabbi Tenner and Rabbi Kalinsky and others, uh, we've expanded the Zman or the semester uh, to include learning throughout the month of June and many learn through July and August. And that has been done with great success. Uh, over 80 young men uh, stay for learning on the Wolf campus uh, every single uh, summer for the past many years. This year, the women came to some of the professors and Torah personalities at Stern College and said, hey, listen, we understand there is this June's Mon uh, on the Wolf campus, on the men's campus. We'd like to make sure that we can be engaged uh, in learning also on our campus. Hmm. Um, and therefore, we started this year at the end of May weeks a Junesman, and where we can learn, uh, which the women learn Gemara uh, till one o'clock. They prepare Bechavrusa, and then there's a share by Rabbi David Nachbar, who is a faculty member of GPAC, and, and it's been extremely successful to have over 40 women your first year trying this out. And GPAT stands for Graduate Program. Oh, sorry, in the Graduate Program of Advanced uh, Talmud Studies for Women. It's a master's program that Yeshiva University runs. It's the only program like this in the Jewish world where women come and study for two complete years, two full years. They learn uh, from 9 to 5.30. A half a day they learn Talmud, uh, Be'ion in depth, and half a day they learn Halakha, also in depth. And after two years they receive a master's. And when they're not learning until 5.30, they are taking courses um, either in the School of Education, Azrieli, or the school, the Rebel School of Jewish Philosophy and History, and they are engaging and learning other, um, other intellectual pursuits so that they have a well-rounded uh, Torah knowledge and also uh, the ability to give over the Torah through the pedagogic studies 
that they have uh, at, at the uh, Israeli School of Education. Rabbi Kenny Brander, Dean Paul Russo with us up at Yeshiva University. You know, it's, what's funny is that um, <laughs> there's this impression because of the schedule, if you look at the, you know, if you look at any college schedule, that essentially, you know, half the year the campus is, is bustling. I don't mean a, a specific half. I'm talking about just over time if you divide it up. And uh, half the year, the college campuses are empty. When it comes to Yeshiva University, it seems that that's not the case. It seems that every uh, every unique opportunity that you have, whether it be people returning from Israel who need uh, you know extra session of college or of shiurim, or now the June's month, and as you said, even July and August, it seems that the the campus has activity all year round. So yes, I mean, what we have tried to do is make sure that Yeshiva University is a campus. That services multiple constituencies uh, throughout the year, right. and what uh, Dean Russo has been able to do uh, magnificently, and I'm sure he'll, he'll elaborate upon it by increasing the amount of summer opportunities, both for our students who are with us throughout the year, as well as new students who are just checking Yeshiva University out through its summer program. It's just increased the bandwidth. Uh, of opportunities, and through the CAT school that he is so ably running and developing, uh, we're going to continue uh, to promote Yeshiva University through multiple venues that allows us to expand the bandwidth of our students, both at the undergraduate level and at the graduate level. Dean Russo, it seems like uh, now more than ever, uh, the summer courses are really important to, to students. I guess, you know, with the rush to either, you know, finish their degree or to try to supplement things, or if they spent more time in Israel and now want to make up their college time, it seems that these college courses are even more valuable time-wise to the students than ever. You bet. Um, so, again, I, w- I just want to say thank you to Rabbi Brander for those kind words. <laughs> um, I want to tell you about a couple of programs that we're working on. Sure. Um, and they're really exciting. The first is something called College Now. As the name sounds, it, it's to help students get to college sooner rather than later. Um, this was started with the generous support from the Avichai Foundation, and this is a chance for high school juniors and seniors to take college credit courses online. So they'll get college credit that applies to their YU degree, and if for some reason, and this is hard for me to believe, but if for some reason they should choose another undergraduate college, those credits would be transferable. They're on a YU transcript. Right. Um, other students are using it to strengthen their transcript and their application to college. So this is a real opportunity. And if anyone's interested, you should see our website at www.yu.edu slash college hyphen now. That's www.yu.edu slash college hyphen now. Uh, the first three courses, oh, sorry, just the first three courses are exciting. They're around Jewish, Jewish history, law, philosophy, um, and the, co- the the titles are out there, but they're just exciting, so I have to tell you. Um, we have one around Sephardic experience. We have a course on interpersonal relationships, which is grounded in Halakha, um, and a course on Jewish philosophy. The faculty are amazing. And here's, here's something really interesting, folks. With the support of the Avichai Foundation, these first three courses will be offered for $500 per course compared with the normal YU tuition. Um, so I think that this is uh, a real opportunity. So everyone... Again, I, yep, go ahead. Everyone's eligible for that scholarship. It's across the board, right? Uh, for these enough, three courses. Yeah. yeah. And Nachman, if I can just add, I think what Dean Russo has uh, created in partnership with the Avichai Foundation uh, is the fact 
that this is not just, this is obviously for high school students. It's actually for principals who decide, you know, in the senior year, as we all know, since Nachum, you and I have had uh, <laughs> children who have gone through wonderful high schools, that those last six months were all, are a little challenging of what to do with them. This is the opportunity, actually, to have a serious experience uh, still in the senior year. It's also an opportunity, let's say, for rabbis or parents who are sending their children for multiple reasons, not to yeshiva day schools, but to public schools or private schools, um, and they want to give them some uh, Jewish experiences, to be able to have these Jewish experiences in a accredited, rigorous, academic college course can also be a wonderful experience. So I look at this as uh, helping schools, um, on a on a uh, more global level, like cohorts of students, as well as individual students who might want to pursue this independently, as well as uh, parents who might want to help their students get a little extra Torah knowledge in there and do it in a academic, uh, rigorous way. Oh, no question. A lot of big advantages. Rabbi Kenneth Brander and uh, Dean Paul Russo with us. Uh, Dean Russo, can students register for this on their own? How does it work? They sure can register online. Um, and what they should do is go to yu.edu slash college now. But just to pick up on uh, what Rabbi Brander said, is that we are hearing from, from high school principals and heads of school that these courses are interesting, an interesting way for them to supplement their own curriculum, to provide different experiences. Um, and I'll give you a couple of examples. There's a Svartik High School in Brooklyn who has asked that, obviously, we would do the, the Svartik course for them, and they would run it during the free period. Right. They'd bring all the kids into a lab, and one of the faculty on their end would supervise, and it's just their preference, and they'd work directly with our teachers. So, yes, the whole cohort can be done right for directly for the high school, and we can work with you to do it during the course of the high school day. Very good. Uh, Dean Russo, last time you were here, we spoke about the Masters in Marketing, um, which is a, a big attraction for a lot of people out there, and we outlined why when you were in our studio. How's that going? Give us an update on that. Uh, gangbusters? Is that gangbusters in a word? Um, that sounds good. <laughs> this, is, this is an online marketing, uh, online right. master's in marketing with a focus on digital and social and uh, uh, online ed. Sorry, online marketing. Right. Um, it's fully online, in, in fact, and, which means you don't have to travel to a campus. And the flexible nature of the degree means it's convenient, that you can uh, work on your own time. You'll ne- uh, you never have to be online at a particular time, and that's important. Now, here's some good news. Again, um, this is our first degree. We're doing it in partnership with the SISIM School of Business, a, a fabulous institution. And to celebrate this first degree, we've managed to find a way to offer uh, dean scholarships for alumni. So one time, this one time, first cohort, we will offer a dean scholarship worth up to $6,000 over the course of the program. Now, that's essentially a 20% reduction in tuition. Um, I I think it's a special opportunity, and uh, I I hope students will take advantage. How do people get information about that? Which website do they use for that? So let's go directly to that website. Uh, Online, sorry, marketing. .yu.edu. Okay. Again, that's marketing.yu.edu. And you can learn a lot about everything going on at the CAT School by looking at our website, and that's yu.edu slash cats, yu.edu slash k-a-t-z. 
And when you get there, you'll learn a lot more about our summer school program. We were just talking about things happening around the university during summer. Right. We have a number of month-long intensive undergraduate courses. Um, our next session starts July 5th and ends August 4th. So you've got time to register, and it won't, uh, won't interfere with summer vacation at the back end. Courses are fantastic. They fulfill your degree requirements, and, and many students are using them as prereqs uh, to get into grad school. So, again, I encourage you folks to take a look. We're at yu.edu slash summer, yu.edu slash summer. I was taking a look at some of those summer travel courses. I know it's too late to register for them now, but, boy, they have some exciting things going on. <laughs> People could check those out and see what they could do in the future. Uh, literal travel courses both to Israel and to, uh, and to Mexico which is pretty cool. Um, uh, Dean Paul Russo, Vice Provost and Dean for the Cat School for Graduate and Professional Studies. Information, go to the website, everybody. And a lot of good news from uh, Dean Russo this morning because the, uh, uh, the costs of these programs, of the uh, summer school, are uh, being, uh, uh, scholarships are being offered to the point where it, uh, it is almost too good to pass up. So you can check it out by checking out the summer school and by checking out the college now website that we mentioned earlier. Ray Brander is with us, and uh, we spoke about the Junes Mon on the Barron campus and how the ladies are taking advantage of the GPAT um, um, uh, course of study uh, down in uh, in Midtown. Uh, in addition, Ray Brander, I know the big Champions Gate conference is coming up soon, just a few weeks away. What are the big plans this time around? Well, please, we've got the last uh, week- weekend in uh, July. We're having our Champions Gate conference. And we decided this year, you know, there's so many challenges going on in the Jewish community. We decided this year we're not going to focus. We're going to focus on uh, on some opportunities and some uh, embracing the strengths that we have. And the greatest strength that we have is the Jewish family. It's the foundation. It's the pride of our people. It's the most important institution that the Jewish people have is the Jewish family. JM and the AM is close second, but, you know, Jewish family... <laughs> is up there as the number one uh, institution. <laughs> and so the entire, the entire weekend is focusing on leaders from, we have leaders from around uh, North America and from Israel, and it looks like uh, in the United Kingdom, coming together to talk about various issues, whether it is um, dating, divorce, and maintaining happy marriages, raising children and caring for aging parents, Aliyah and you know, globalization and the dispersed family, um, when children take a different life path, I think that that's something that we're struggling with, with those uh, people who um, who walk away from the Orthodox tradition, but we still are searching to find ways to embrace our children and to engage them, uh, as well as a community um, that is searching to be part of the Orthodox community, the gay and lesbian community that has grown up Orthodox. It's a struggle that sometimes we don't want to talk about, but there's no pulpit rabbi uh, in the Jewish world um, that will be honest with you, that won't tell you that this is an issue that that he struggles with uh, within his own community. So in an appropriate uh, Torah and halachic setting, we feel that we should be discussing those very important issues. Um, Technology uh, and uh, finding the balance within our own homes with technology. And because we're so focused on family, we have unbelievable, first of all, YU speakers. We have people like uh, Dr. Polkovic and Dr. Schatz, uh, Rabbi Yaakov Neuberger, uh, Rabbi uh, Mark Penner, 
uh, Rabbi Dr. Mayor Soloveitchik, Rabbi Schachter, Rabbi Glasser, Professor Nahama Price, uh, Dr. Zahava Farbman. I mean, these are experts, uh, the experts, Dr. Efrat Zabolovsky, on these issues. In addition to that, we, uh, you know, who can, who understands the intersection between family and community better than Rocheli Frankel, mm. who, uh, held our breath, uh, through, uh, traumatic uh, times and found the good, uh, even in tragedy, and didn't only hold the breath of the entire world Jewish community, but of world leaders. Uh, she'll be there speaking about the intersection between family and community. Uh, Rabbi David Stav uh, from Sohar, um, who, uh, who is dealing with these issues on a state level on family issues. He's turned to by members of the, the Knesset to look at ideas of family through the prism of Jewish tradition. So, you know, bringing all these people together, as well as leaders from throughout the Jewish uh, North American uh, United Kingdom and uh, Israeli community, it should be an unbelievable event. The and if any of the listeners um, are, are leaders in their communities or are, are upcoming leaders in their communities and they want to participate in this, they can just email us at championsgate, uh, C-H-A-M-P-I-O-N-S, gate, G-A-T-E, championsgate at yu.edu. That's championsgate at yu.edu. Or I'll actually give you an easier email to remember. If you're interested in being part of this program, you can just email me, brander at yu.edu. Um, and uh, we'll have someone be in contact with you. And if it's appropriate, we'd love you to come to this uh, wonderful event. It's sponsored by the, uh, um, by the Katz family, by uh, Drs. Mordechai and Monique Katz and the Mitzner family. Um, they're really making sure that this happens because they believe in the fact that Yeshiva University is not just a rigorous academic institution. It's not just a yeshiva. We're part of a, we're part of a movement, um, and this allows us to take the rigors of an academic setting, the rigors of a Torah setting, and apply them to the ideas of what it means to be part of a Torah movement. The Yeshiva University Center for the Jewish Future presents Champions Gate 2016 beginning in Orlando on Thursday, July the 28th. As you heard Barry Brander say, the theme is the Jewish family, the foundation and pride of our people, embracing its strengths and facing its challenges. If you are a spiritual or lay leader in your community, or potentially one, as Barry Brander described, you can email him for information about this very special conference. It's brander at yu.edu. And um, as I said uh, earlier, if you go to the YU website, information about the um, summer school that we spoke about, um, uh, the Cats, uh, the Cats School for Graduate and Professional Studies, and um, uh, the GPAT uh, program that's going on now as we speak on the Barron campus for the women, just like the men have up at the uh, Uptown campus at Yeshiva University. All that information available on. The website, right, Brander? I take this opportunity to wish you and uh, everybody up at Yeshiva University a successful summer. As we've determined in this conversation, there's plenty going on, <laughs> even if gradu- even if graduations. This, this week, we have uh, 24 undergrads uh, heading off to uh, Counterpoint. Ooh. We work with 180 teens in Kiryat Malachi, Damona, and Arad. Ooh. As you know so well, we work with uh, youth at risk. What a program! Youth at risk, uh, and we look forward to that being our 11th. Uh, successful summer of engaging 
uh, young people in the south of Israel. And you send those delegations through thick and thin. Uh, there have yes. been some challenging summers that they've gone, and they have shined, uh, come through with flying colors each and every time. So best regards to all those students. And Dean Paul Russo, who's dean of the Cat School for Graduate and Professional Studies, thank you for the update, Dean Russo. A lot of great programs. I hope people out there, uh, both the juniors and seniors in high school, and, of course, those of college age, take advantage of the scholarship opportunities, which are available to everybody as you described, and of the new opportunities for the summer and for the CAT school that are really uh, starting to sprout up, and uh, hopefully everyone will take advantage of them. Thank you, Nahum, and thank thanks you, Nahum. to your audience. Thank we you. have heard from so many of them. I gave out my cell phone number last time, and I, I've been busy with calls, so thanks to all of you for reaching out. A pleasure. Great to speak with you. More coming up 25 minutes before 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM.
the land and they can be crusades. It's been so many years crying, so many tears. Don't you know? Don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith. We are found standing strong. The Spanish Inquisition wanted us to bow. But our backs ain't gonna bend, never then and never now. It's been so many years, crying so many tears. Don't you know? Don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith. We are found standing strong. We are a miracle.
With but one thought, he granted life a spark to stir the mind, and to man above all else a soul indeed divine. With but one Torah would he sketch a path on which to stride. Adorned with cool, refreshing springs to quench our thirst inside. With but one people would he choose this Torah to impart. Exalted by the ancestry that forged their noble heart.
with Journeys, off of volume number four, and it's called One Word. Malani from Benny Freeman before that. Yaakov Shweki, We Are a Miracle. That is uh, his title track here at JM in the AM. Five minutes before nine o'clock, ready to wrap things up. We have a, a great program coming up at nine, the OU Jewish Reaction Show, where we um, speak about, first of all, Rabbi David Cohen is going to be my guest. Before we get to that, we're going to be speaking to... Um, uh, a couple of great people about the uh, brand new Jewish react Jewish Action magazine, which has just come out with Ravelsky of Blessed Memory on the cover. Uh, we will talk about that coming up between nine and ten this morning. ZK has a live lunch, and plenty of that starts at eleven o'clock, and plenty more all through the day. Make sure to be on the stream with us at jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Yehuda wraps things up for us. Brand new at JM in the AM. <laughs>
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Wraps up a uh, Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Thanks so much for tuning in. Great programming all day long on the stream at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. Coming up, it's the OU Jewish Reaction Show. We got a chance to analyze this uh, current issue of Jewish Action, and Rabbi David Cohen is going to be joining me as well. We have a nice discussion about synagogue services and about his book. Have a fabulous Tuesday. See you tonight in Brooklyn, New York for the Cyclones Jewish Heritage Night. Come on by and say hi, please. And enjoy the game. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.